Hey everyone, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, as a society, we seem to spend so much time trying to be something we're not. I mean, one of the biggest things you always see on Facebook is women, grown women, mind you, that claim that they want to be a mermaid. Well, that's great. You want to be a, a fictitious sea creature, you know, one that doesn't even exist. In fact, one of my favorite comedians, Eliza Schlesinger, she gets into this whole thing about that. She says, you think you have flowing hair in the water? Bullshit. You have like one merge red. And if you don't like ab day at the gym, that's all it is. Swimming with that tail. You're just continually folding your middle. You're going to be tear. You're just going to be in tears with the pain. Eh, she's much funnier than I am. But it brings up a good point. What is this fascination with being something that we're not? You know, years ago when I used to play Dungeons and Dragons, we, we'd heard about groups, much the way you hear about, I don't know, pedophiles, rapists, drug addicts, but we'd heard about LARPing, which is live action role playing, which is basically the higher echelon of geekdom, where you dress up as, well, something different, and you go out in the woods with a little foam sword or a foam axe and a foam shield and a foam everything, and you go to war with other people. Even at my worst geekdom, I didn't have the balls to do it. It just had too much of a stigma. It's like putting on a dress in front of your grandfather. It's just something you couldn't do. But there's entire societies there, you know, of people that completely live a different life. I know a guy who has worked at Disneyland his entire adult career. He gave up better paying jobs. He gave up pursuing better paying jobs. He gave up pursuing family. Uh, he's only ever dated co-workers. Never got married, never had kids, never bought a house. Still lives in his parents. It's not a basement. It's more of like a back house. But it's like he has been a character at Disney for his entire life. It doesn't pay enough to buy a house, dude. But that's been his dream. He just He's so happy being something he's not. And that's how people are. You look at some of the people who you idolize, you know, for, for God's sakes, let's take a look at, at you know, the when, when Disney decided to do a, a string of movies that was just there to prop up their older aging rides. The first one they did was The Haunted House and was with Eddie Murphy. It didn't do shit in the box office. I liked it, but I'm a big Eddie Murphy fan. And it was good. But it didn't do, it didn't cause a splash. The next one they did was Pirates of the Caribbean. Open up an entire chapter of profitability for Disney. Johnny Depp's creation of Captain Jack Sparrow was one of the off the charts biggest characters they've ever had. The marketing was out of control. The movies made, uh, you look up the top 10 movies ever made, three of them are, Captain, are Pirates of the Caribbean. And if you look up the rest of the films, eh, they didn't do too poorly either, even though they were shit. That's the sign of a, uh, a lucrative franchise. When the further sequels are, are just pure shit, they still make bank. See also Star Wars. But one of the things that... And Disney owns Star Wars now. Consider that for a second. If you don't see the conspiracy tie-ins here, you're not paying attention. But I think it's got a lot to do with, as a people, 
even celebrities want to be something they're not. You know, and I think that's possibly why Elvis, you know, kind of ended up so deep in drugs. He couldn't live up to being Elvis. A lot of celebrities can't. Oh, look at, at the Oscars just happened recently. And Will Smith, who him and his wife used to be the, the power couple in Hollywood, recently had the rug ripped out from under him. And just after he got his, his feet back under him and he's back out in public, Chris Rock told a joke about her. She evidently has alopecia, her hair fell out. He told a joke about it, and it wasn't even a cruel one. It was, can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane 2, looking forward to it. And Will laughed until he looked at the horrified look on his wife's face, and if she's still that sensitive about it, eh, you don't go out in public, babe. You know, wait until you're ready for that. You're in Hollywood. Grow that thicker skin. But Will Smith stormed up on stage, smacked Chris Rock across the face, and stormed off and then cussed at him for a few minutes. And that's fine. Uh, we still live in such a litigious society that everybody's screaming that they want him. He needs to be arrested for assault. And it's like, it's not assault. Yeah, he slapped him, but it's like, what permanent damage are we looking at here? None. You know, this is the, the, the whole millennial cancel culture shit going on. Somebody grabs, um, somebody's filming somebody and they don't want to be filmed. They grab at the phone and immediately the millennial screams about being assaulted. You haven't been assaulted till your nose is broken. But that's just my opinion. Now, if you take everything about this, Will Smith, the Oscars, getting your nose broken, wanting to be something else, Merge Reds, Ab Day at the Gym, all that shit, roll it into one big pile, and you have today's episode, Rick Rolled at the Ren Fair, on today's Caffeinated Humor. Ah, the rent fair. Loads of fun. And the fun starts with $10 parking. It's a cute outing, right up until you run into someone who takes the whole thing too damn serious. I mean, this guy's outfit alone must have cost at least a grand or more. Now, I believe the look that desired was a cross between Captain Jack Sparrow and Captain Hook. And he pulled it off too. Studio costuming could not have come up with done better here. And he has the speech down. I followed him for a full five minutes and he was flawless. The accent, the swagger, the whole shebang. Right up until his wife called. Just as he hit this nice level section of road and really got a chance to get his spot on the runway, the elegant strains of Rick Astley's one hit wonder song, Never Gonna Give You Up, begin playing. That's right, he got Rick rolled at the Ren Fair and the guy fell apart. He went into what looked like a convulsion, and then I realized he was trying to dig his cell phone out of his codpiece. For those not in the know, a codpiece is this massive cup that covers your crotch. There's a lot of extra room, especially if he was, you know, of the smaller size than the genitalia, plenty of room for a phone. It really was kind of pathetic, and it only got better from there. When he finally got his iPhone on, he hissed into the phone with a voice that was definitely not a pirate. What? I told you I was not going to be available till noon. Now what followed was five minutes of absolutely effeminate hissy fit whispering followed up by a serious old school snit. 
It was the saddest thing I've seen in a while. Now in terms of the picture that's being created today, this itself was the frame that surrounded it gave it structure and a little more texture. Old school gay, to be politically incorrect here, and I mean that with as much tolerant sarcasm as I can as possible, but it was really bordering on flat out queen. And yet one of the things I love about the fair is the old time feel when it's forced into the modern world, that awkward kind of round peg shoved into the, red, the square hole. And it is funny when the two collide, especially in such an embarrassing way. Now we've met, right? Time for some ye old coffee.